and welcome back to the sporting lounge thank you so much for joining us as always you have your great sauce me myself and i thank and you. i you're welcome you. uh-huh. um no three eyes no three, all three eyes thank you i have four so, i wear glasses uh well you don't have a belly button so you have less holes in your body than others I, i'm missing the fifth eye mr mullet man down there travis yeah. and then of course we actually have our a return guest from long, long ago. If you're yes. a long-time <laughs> listener, you uh, you remember him. Yeah, he. Know you your, know, know after he was the favorite. Yeah, he's he's a guest now. He left for so long that we just had to derank him from co-host. It's just, it's yeah. what you got to do. It's a tough business move. Uh, Wait, so oh. you're gonna derank me to guest <laughs> after fixing the titles? Everything? Damn, that's harsh. Ah, crazy how this goes. Um, no, as always, the other co-star, the Cal, third, he's trying to derank me. The the third amigo is back, as you can tell. Austin, welcome back. So thanks. Yay, golf clap. A little, yeah, a little golf clap. Um, we'll we'll have some exciting news today. Uh, we really want to touch base on this play in tourney because we have some differing views on it. Um, and actually, one of the games is going on right now. Hawks just or just ended, just ended. Okay, um, Hawks one sixteen, Miami Heat one hundred five. Udonis Haslam retired, so he will not get another chance at a ring after tonight. Um, somehow the Hawks, who were worse than the Miami Heat all season, um, ended up winning uh, for one game. Good game by Trey Young. So, do we want to go over this game, or do we want to talk about the concept? of play in tourney overall first. I, yes. The vote. Let's talk I about mean, the game first real quick. It's Maybe. I don't so care. I didn't realize there was a game three, so that makes a little more sense then. Um, so, so I guess the – okay, so loser of 9-10 plays Miami essentially. Oh, yeah, because yeah. – The Raptors are going to play for the eight seed. Yeah, I, f- I, f- I forgot that the loser of the 7-8 seed, seed game isn't eliminated. The loser of the 9-10 seed game is eliminated, though. Well, no, and so then, the, and, the loser – oh, no, Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And then the winner of the 9-10 game faces the loser of the 7-8 game, and the winner of the 7-8 game is just locked into the 7th seed. And then whoever so, wins between the 8 – between now Miami and whoever, whoever wins between Chicago and Toronto – will face Miami and the winner of Miami first them will be the last seed in the playoff. Yep. Okay. So right now the Heat are moving on. Or sorry, no, not, not the Heat. The the Bulls goodness. The Hawks are moving on and then we have to wait for the Bulls and Raptors to play and the loser of them will play the Heat mm-hmm. on Friday. No, the winner of them will play the Heat. The, the loser is eliminated. The loser is eliminated. Okay. So if the Bulls win, they get a shot to beat the Heat to move in. Yep. Yes. So right now, Celtics are going to play the the Hawks. <coughs> well, as of right now, yes. And you know what? I like that for us. Cause well, I mean, I, it's locked in because they're the seventh seed now. Yeah. I have no problem with that. I think the Celtics should easily handle the, the, the Hawks. Hawks. Uh, and speaking of this game, um, we had uh, a pretty nice score from Trey Young. 25 points, 7 assists, uh, 8 rebounds. Really yeah, he heard this morning three. that the GM and the entire organization said that even he is tradable, and he found that Super Saiyan in him. Well, he only went <laughs> 1 for 8 on 3 points, so a little bit of a, a struggle You didn't say there. Saiyans were good at 3-point shooting. Oh, God. <laughs> it was a lot of their bench play. That came out. I mean, um, Okongu, 12 points. Bay, 17 points. Johnson, 10 points. Brogdanovich, 14 points. So their bench really came off and really helped, which was awesome. I think uh, the big the, factor in the game was the fact that Bam Amadabayo was held to 12 points and nine total rebounds. Yep, that's exactly so what I was going to bring up is – yeah. The the stars got theirs on the Miami side. So Butler got twenty one, Hero got twenty six, Kyle Lowry got thirty three. But then you see like Vincent get six, Bio only get twelve, uh, Struss get three, Kyle Love or Kyle Love, it's Kevin Love got two. Um, he only Zeller, had three minutes playing time though. 
Okay, and then what about Martin? Twenty nine minutes. Caleb Bam, Martin. Bam had 29. the most minutes played out of anyone on yeah. both teams and had twelve points. <laughs> yes, he also did playoff. have two blocks and three steals. For us, yeah, he he showed up on the defensive side. Yeah, he came out on the defensive side, but we're talking about like Caleb Martin, twenty nine minutes, zero points, one turnover, five rebounds. That's it. Like, you can't get that from someone playing 29 minutes in a playoff game and expect to win. Like, it's like if, if you yeah. give him 10 points, just 10, that's it. Guess what? I mean, if, I, if I'm the Miami Heat, closer. I wouldn't want to show up for this game either. I mean, like, as a business decision for, for like, lining, line, lining, your, no, lining your pockets for the NBA, like, having the playing tournament's awesome from a business standpoint. But – as far as the teams and the players, I'd hate it. Like, what's the point of playing an 82 game regular season for you to win three more games than the Hawks just for them to be able to say, nope, you're going to play one more game? And if they win, they're going to be a better seed than you, which make for no reason whatsoever. Like, it, I think it kind of defeats the purpose of playing 82 games. Like, what's the point? Right. Which means maybe they should lower it down to like 62 games or something. I don't know about that. You know, I mean, people I'm were having 15 plus game. year careers of been playing 82 games a season. Like, I like the the NBA PA uh, voting system. That's uh, not the voting system, but the there was a new rule that they're voting on that requires like a certain percentage of games to be played for you to be eligible for individual accolades and awards for the season. To be eligible for All Star appearances, be eligible for All NBA teams, All Defensive teams, mm-hmm. MVP, everything, <clears throat> and. I think literally you need to play seven, uh, 72 or more games. Which, you know, or, I kind of agree with because, like, you you do need to play. Honestly, 75 or more. Really? Be, Only yes. miss seven games in an entire 82 season to be eligible for, like, offensive rookie of the year? Yeah. You think so? John Stockton did it 20 years in a row. Why not? What's his face? Got rookie of the year his second year in the league. <laughs> He's yeah. still about to win it this year. What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking you, about? You know, I know. Speak, speak, so speaking of him, speaking, speaking of Ben Simmons, I saw a wild stat the other night because they because Philadelphia signed Mac McClung to their G League squad, but they pulled him up because mm-hmm. they already had their seed locked. And Mac McClung popped off for 20 points in his Sixers game the other night. Yep. And that was already more point. He had in one game, he scored more points at. Uh, Barclays Center, which is where the 76ers play, then Ben Simmons scored in his entire time playing for the 76ers in that arena. Right. Yeah, that's and that's that's that is ridiculous. I don't understand. Like, like seeing stuff like that. Like, well, how, why isn't Ben Simmons just in the G League or in a European League at this point? Like, seriously, there's no reason that he should be on an NBA roster. Because put him in the China League. Go develop that more. You know what I mean. Because at this point, like if that's what he's giving you, if, if that's what he's giving you, like then there's no reason that Dwight Howard should be playing in China. There's no reason that Mel- Carmelo Anthony shouldn't be on a roster. There's no reason that Mac McClung should be in a G- going back and forth between a G League and a 10 day contract. Like, right. But I mean, if teams keep paying you, she signed the dollar. I mean, yeah, you know, I wouldn't stop. I mean, I mean, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying it's Ben Simmons's fault. I mean, if someone's no, stupid I, enough I, to keep I putting agree. a piece of paper in front of them saying "sign this" and you get millions and you don't have to do anything, I think I think we'd all sign. But like, right. well, I agree. I'm just saying, like, I, that's just the only reason why he's. But as an organization, you got to be questioning your uh, credentials to even be holding the title of owner, GM, coach, etc. <laughs> all right, to to switch the the pivot a little bit. Travis, since you're a Lakers fan, who do you really think is going to win this next game? That's coming up. I'm going with the Lakers just because of what happened the other night. Rudy Gobert punched his teammate, and so he's yeah. not. So and and then it was announced that he's not traveling with the team or playing in the game. Yep. Speaking of which, did you guys see that a Draymond um, tweeted out at Rudy Gobert the same thing that he Gobert tweeted months like earlier years ago? Yeah. That, that yep, was that was hilarious. I love Draymond because I, what was it like insecurity super loud or something like that and then dot 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 dude Rudy yeah. Gobert is such like the most I don't know it's he's the most crazy player in the league 
I don't, for lack of a better term, the reason I'm going to say it, the reason I say that is this, there's a wild stat, like on paper, Timber, like the Timberwolves got fleeced. Like there's no reason they should have gave up what they did to get yeah, Rudy Gobert. Four players and four picks, four first rounds. Yeah. But like at the same time, the value that Gobert brings is just sweet. Like when go, like I read a stat the other day when Gobert is on the bench, the Timberwolves go from like second to last in offensive rating. So when he's on the floor, the Timberwolves are like second to last in offensive rating. But when he's on when he's on the bench, they're like the second most efficient offense in the league. But on the other hand, when he's on the floor, they are the best defensive rated team in the game. And when he's on the bench, they have like the 30th ranked defense. So so, so like, you know, like it's it, you can't really say he's not valuable, you know, when he like, but it's just like just the so the drastic swings is crazy like that's how ridiculous it is the floor and the ceiling separation that he had like he possesses just depending on the side of the floor you're playing on it's kind of kind of outrageous if you ask me that is a huge swing and i'm surprised people haven't looked into that bigger because his defensive his defensive prowess is undeniable like yeah i'm you got to be more than that you got to do something on offense to pay that Asked for that kind of pain. Uh, I mean, what, it was a, Minnesota paid for him that he should be averaging 15 points a game at least to go with that defensiveness. I mean, this year right. he's averaging 13.4, so he's close to that 15 he's mark. close. So he's not fully given up on it, but it's just uh, – I never – If he was on a different team, like if, if he was asked to be a one or a two on that team, then I would want him – I'd expect him to be averaging 20 or more. But with Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns, so I'm not expect as like a third option on offense. I'm not going to expect them to average more than 15. That's why I say that for sure. Okay, okay, is... and go ahead. I was going to say. I was oh, no, I was just looking up. at Rudy Gobert's stats, and there's one that I don't really know what it exactly means. It's the player efficiency rating. The PER. Yeah. So you want a high yeah, PER. That... Yeah, the higher it is, the better. Uh, I think as of right now, Michael Jordan's number one all time, and the, earlier this season, Nikolai Jokic passed LeBron James for second all time. So mm-hmm. PR is like your efficiency when you're on the field, like gotcha. what you truly. I will say, I team. I hate it's advanced analytics and 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 the NBA though because <laughs> defensive volume wins shared like plus minus uh, PER, all those like the crew, like offensive and defensive rating. Like stuff like that, like those are all assumption based stats at the root, like how they're calculated. <clears throat> and it's kind of bull crap, to be honest, because it comes down to like where those where they for people sit all time on those official ratings lists come down to where the people that make get the get the luxury of making those lists decide like, oh, so we're going to plug this in because that's what we assume. And that's literally where it gets to stick as their rating. And that's kind of bull crap. Okay. Okay, I can um, do that. So then you got Bulls, his? Raptors, or Thunder, Pelicans. Oh. Well, first, Thunder. I'm going to say Lakers, by the way, guys. Um, oh, yes, I didn't Lakers, just had, I think like had to. Lakers 120, Timberwolves 105. <clears throat> All right, thank you, Travis. Fuck you, Ben. I think that's a little high, in my opinion. You know, I'll put it right here. I don't think either team breaks 105. I think it'll get maybe close, maybe 103, maybe 105, but I don't think either team breaks 105. I'm calling that now. And that game comes on (coughs) here in. It's on already for us. You're under like 200, if that's what the line is. Um, Yeah, the line is uh, 233 and a half. And uh, it says. You, yeah, I ticked under on that all day. And then it says Lakers minus eight. So they think the Lakers will win by at least eight. So I would honestly take – ah, see, that's a tough one knowing Gobert's not going to play. I'd probably take the under and Lakers plus eight or just take the money line, one of the two. But so you think the Lakers will win by less than eight or win? Yes, I think the Lakers will win by at least eight. With being under 233. So, Lakers minus 8, 233. 
And then Wait, are you are it? you going plus eight or minus eight? Jesus, it's it's minus eight. So what that means is the Lakers have to win by at least no, eight. But, if the but Lakers you win said by plus eight. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's minus eight okay. for the Lakers. Um, what was the next game that you were about to call up, Austin? Uh, whatever the last next one is, the Bulls, Thunder Raptors, Bulls and Raptors. Yeah, we'll go ahead and hop into the Bulls and Raptors. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll oh, take. He still got some jet lag. lag. He still got some yeah, jet lag. He still got some jet lag. Um, I just said, so, yeah. So this one is over oh, under two fourteen and a half. Austin, would you take over or under on this game for two hundred fourteen and a half points? Ooh, it's a close one. I think I'd probably go under. Okay. Wow. So you don't think either of them really gets over a hundred either? Um, I mean, I just don't think they combine for two fourteen uh, or more. Two fourteen. I mean, that's only one hundred seven apiece. Like, right? It's still yeah, over. I think this one will be higher scoring than. <laughs> but the one Lakers. could also get one twenty. One could get ninety. Right. Still win. That's a fair point. Um. So. Travis, two fourteen and a half over under on it. I'm actually going to go under on it as well, just because <clears throat> Raptors and Bulls. Well, the Raptors are a decent defensive team, and outside of Zach Levine on the Bulls, there's no one that really pops off the page to me. It's just going to blow up for thirty plus points. So, okay, um, I'm gonna. I'm going to be the disagreeing one here. I'm going to Pascal Siakam for the Raptors, but. Right. I was going to say Levine and Pascal Siakam are both averaging 24 24 points a game. So right there, there's 48 points. So I'm already a quarter of the way there. Just need to get the rest of the way. Um, Now it's Toronto minus five. So who do you guys think is going to win and by how much? I'm going to say. The Raptors win by six. Raptors I'm win go by 12. 110 to 104. Wow. Uh, right at the under. Austin said 12. You think Toronto wins by 12? Yeah, why not? Coming in hot. Coming in I real like hot. I'm, I'm going Bulls win. So anyone agree with me? No. no. There's only two of like us. 108 to 96 kind of thing. I'm thinking Bulls over Toronto, and I'm thinking – You're taking um, the over, aren't you? And I'm taking the over. So I'm going 120-115, um, Bulls win. No overtime needed. Just straight up. I think the Bulls are going to come out with a physicality that we haven't seen in a while. I think that they're going to um, – well, basically show us why they want to be here and what they're going to do. So I wouldn't be surprised from a big night from Levine, like you said, for sure. Um, but then DeMar DeRozan, I think he is going to light it up. I think he's going to drop 40. He's going to show up. He's going to show I up. I think <clears throat> big time. I think he drops 40. I mean, this could be DeRozan's last chance. To, he's, exactly. he's old now. Exactly. So I think he's going to come out with a fire lit under his ass. And I think Levine and Rosen, great combo. Wish Lonzo Ball was out there, but he's not. Um, Lonzo's that was a, might be over Loki. That injury is actually pretty serious. Yeah, serious. I was going to say it was, it was sad considering like those three on the court were actually really electric and fun together. Um, so I'll be the odd man. I'll take the Bulls. You guys can take your Toronto. Thunder Pelicans over under on this is 228 and they do have the spread going towards New Orleans Pelicans. Um, I know there's one of uh, Travis's young favorite players in this game. So I'm wondering where he'll go with this, but first I want to touch base with Austin who wins it. And do you take the over under on this? Mm. film Thunder. <laughs> Thunder. Oh, over under is 228. The Lions minus five and a half. But I do love Oklahoma's young, young team. 
And they've been playing this year without I Chet think, Holgram. Remember that? Yeah. I think they've been doing great. Uh, but to uh, go over, what was it, 228? 228. Yeah. Uh, did um, Miami's game go over or under? Uh, so let me check their final. So today. They hit 121 combined. Right. Yep. Um, or I don't yes. see what their pre like what their pre game over under was, so I would not know because it, it went um, to twenty one, but I couldn't tell you what it was pre game. Uh, over okay. under was two twenty seven, so they did not go over. They got I'll take six under. points. <clears throat> see, he was quick with that too. He's like, oh, they didn't hit it under. I'll take that with the Thunder and Pelicans. Okay. Feel lucky. Feeling lucky, okay. <laughs> lucky. What about you, Travis? Well, Ben knows that one of my my current favorite player in the entire league right now is Shea Gilgis Alexander for the SKG. Thunder. SKG. He's he's honestly done enough to where I think he deserves first team All Pro. I'm gonna say that. But um, averaging 31 points a game on 51 percent shooting. Just want to throw that out there. While also having the most ball deflections in the entire league this season, like he's a great two-way player, like he's all over the place. But um, as a team, the Pelicans are definitely better. Brandon Ingram being back has been helping. I think the Pelicans, with a healthy Zion on their roster, could make a run at the chip. Just saying, but mm-hmm. Zion's not playing. He came out this morning saying that. He, he's physically he's fine, but mentally he's not there yet. And he he's not Zion right now. And until he's back to being Zion, he doesn't want to be out there and potentially doing something that's unlike him and put his team in a detriment. That's what he said. Not for word for Which word. Which do you I commend? It. Like, do you reprimand him or like commend him for something like that? Saying, "Hey, sorry guys, my head's mentally not in it, and I don't want to hurt you guys by coming out sooner than I need to." Like, this is a play. I mean, this is a big game because the loser goes home. You know what I mean? So, like, do you commend or reprimand? I think if he's physically fine, I think he should play this game. I mean, if he was talking about his mental health in general, I'd be like, all right, it's fine. But it makes it sound like he's just mentally talking about basketball in general, the way he worded it. So I'm going to say he should be playing. I could be wrong. I don't know, but <clears throat> but that being said, I think Thunder are going to pull it out as well, and I'm taking the over. They've, both these teams have been blowing up the past three weeks. Um, I'm going to say Thunder win 128 uh, to 120. Okay. 128 to 130, so you're taking the over and you're going. 128 to 120. The oh, Thunder 128 win. to 120. And you're going Thunder. Thunder by eight. Okay, so you're taking Thunder plus five and a half and the over. Love it. Um, Austin? I'm already taking the over. Yeah, Thunder and over. He said Thunder as well. But I want to know, do you want to switch? No, I don't want to switch. Okay. Well, in that case. um, Behind door number two. (laughs) Right. Well, Larry Nance Jr. is doubtful. Jose Alderov, yeah, is out. Zion is out. SKJ, SGK, SGA, good Lord, I wanted to throw a K in there for some reason, has been lighting it up, like you said. Um, I think I'm going to – see, this one's tough. I think I might take the over as well, just because I see it becoming a shootout with Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum. And SKJ, you know, I'm going Pelicans. SGA. I'm going Pelicans. I'm going to flip it. I was going to go OKC, but I'm going Pelicans. Uh, It was hard for me to take the Thunder. Yeah. I I personally do think the Pelicans have a better team, but the the Thunder can beat anyone on any given night. I I, They can. And that's the thing. With the 9 tenths, guess what? It's one and in. You know, one and play to the, the next. Like, you don't have opportunity like the seven eight seeds you can lose one and then come back so 
I'm taking Pelicans, and I'm taking the under. No, I'll take the over. I'll take the over on that. That's not too bad. And that'll be interesting. Also, um, the other game just kicked off. Uh, so Lakers that would be Lakers-Timberwolves. Um, that, 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 that game features my second favorite younger young player in the league and my favorite team. Well, Anthony Edwards from the Timberwolves is my second favorite player in the league. Kyle like Anderson's already lighting it up. He's got three points, a rebound, and an assist. Kyle uh, Anthony Towns has three rebounds and uh, two points. D'Angelo Russell's got an assist. Uh, Timberwolves are up nine to four, but we know that does not make a difference considering what's going on. Like you've got LeBron. As much as I hate to say it, like at any minute, LeBron showed that he can still drop 36 in this league. He showed that he is not someone to just push over and scoff at. He will make you pay. And I love it. I absolutely love it. So. Yeah. 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 As much as you hate him, he is wearing your black and gold or purple and gold, whatever colors your official colors. I'm a Celtics fan. Are you sad? Paul Millsap's not in. Oh, yeah, I'm super sad. I'm so sad that I will go do a happy dance and take a shot of vodka. Sorry, because if the Lakers if the Lakers lose tonight, then I'm just going to look up three feet above my desk and look at my Kobe picture. So, you know, it'll make it feel better. Well, if you feel better, the Celtics play the Hawks, and I think we're going to win first round pretty easily. You guys are going to either sweep them or gentlemen sweep them just because there's always the possibility Trey, Trey Young gets hot and explodes for 41 game. I got you. Yeah, I. You know what? Let, let's call it right now, Austin. Since we're both Celtics fans, uh, I'm going to go four one Celtics. Only team we agree on. Yeah, only team out of all of our others. Um, all also the length. I, I think you got the favorable matchup. Four. I don't think you guys wanted to play the Heat. Not to saying that you guys wouldn't win, but it would be. I don't see you guys sweeping or four one in the Heat. I see it being a six or seven game series. Right. <laughs> so I'm it's glad like it's the, the past Hawks. Three years they've been a thorn in the ass. They have. Yes, been. they have. Um, so. 4-1 Celtics win um, the series. What about you, Austin? Mm. I'm, I'm just going to call it a sweep. You're just going to call it a sweep? Okay. 4-0. Love it. Uh, your Yankees I don't, I don't think the Hawks 11 can, to 2 I don't think the Hawks can overtake. That's not even one games. game. Not one game at home. Not game three or four. Where I mean, It's always possible, right? Well, I'm just predicting a sweep. Okay, I love it. Um, so after that exciting stuff, um, I want to talk about the NFL draft because we've been inching closer to it. Uh, and some of these prospects, because I'm looking at another mock draft. This one has uh, a couple QBs going in the first round. Um, and by that, I mean four QBs off the board for the first four picks which I think is wild. Crazy. And that, I don't think that'll Detroit, happen. If I'm a I Detroit just, Lion fan, I like that. <laughs> but Well, yeah, you guys need a new... And, and, and if that legitimate... Not even that. I don't, I don't think we... I think if that legitimately happened, we trade pick 18 plus one of our seconds and we move into like pick number five also. So we get five and six and we just take Will Anderson and Jalen Carter back to back is what I think we do. <clears throat> Okay. Now my question is, why did they uh, trade Jeff Akuda for so cheap? He was what the third overall pick a couple of years ago, or the sixth, something like yeah, that. Yeah, but he he's but he's only played in twenty one of fifty two eligible games in his entire career so far. But for a of fifth injuries. round, that's it. Well, we he with what we've signed in the off season. He got bumped down to at best third on the depth chart already, and we, and the fact is that we probably weren't going to pick up his fifth year option for his rookie his rookie option because that would have guaranteed him ten or eleven million on the going market for somebody who's third string at best on our team when top ten are making thirteen to fourteen mil. <clears throat> so got a point. Get it from like a where we drafted him wise. It's like infuriating when you think about like draft capital or not capital, but like the cap hit and money that makes a lot of sense for them. It was, it was either dump them for nothing, you know, six months from now or get something and save on the cap penalty. 
We have a lot of cap room now. Okay. And th- okay. Th- this this draft is deep at corner to where we can still take. You know, I think we're going to go defensive line then linebacker with our first round picks, and then I think we're going to take a corner with one of our two second round picks. Hmm. And the other one, we're going to take an offensive lineman. <clears throat> okay, so have plans for it. Um, what do you guys think about which quarterback is going to go first? C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will, um, Levis. Will Levy, uh, or Anthony Richards? Well, I mean, it's going to be probably Stroud. I think it should be Stroud, too. See, I think Stroud would be better for the Texans at number two. I honestly don't think the Texans should actually take a quarterback because Davis Mills, I don't think, was necessarily the problem. And he did okay considering the dumpster fire he was dealing with. Like, you got Damian Pierce now. You got Dalton Schultz at tight end. You got a real tight end now. Yeah, you traded away Brandon Cooks, but you got Robert Woods now. I th- and you're in a situation where at the number two, you could probably trade back and end up with two picks in the first round and still take two of the three wide receiver, top wide receivers in the draft class. You're probably missing out on JSN, but you still get a shot at Addison and Quint- Quinton Ridge, which Richardson. Their defense, they did, was better than advertised last season, and it honestly kept them in a lot of games. It's just like I said last year, they were going to be enter- they're going to be like the Lions the previous years, entertaining but lose the game, and their defense made games entertaining. They, <clears throat> I think they should beef up the lines and grab some wide receivers and let. Like, why not? Well, I mean, they got David, the they, like, pick. they got Davis Mills cheap for a while. They do have the twelfth pick, uh, so they will easily grab a wide receiver at the twelfth pick, just because it is. I mean, they'll have like pretty much the first selection. So, yep, they're saying Bryce Young, number one, and then C.J. Stroud, number two. Um, so I, I see Houston taking. You have a shot at one of these great quarterback prospects. Again, prospects, they haven't done anything in the NFL, so it doesn't count. Um, I think I think they take the shot, even with Davis Mills, because here's the thing. They let that person come out. They try him out. If it doesn't work, they can trade him, and they still have Davis Mills on a secondary I just, contract. I just, I just think it's a waste of a I just think it's a waste of a pick for them just because like, don't get me wrong, Davis Mills hasn't shown anything that says he's gonna be elite, but he also hasn't been in a situation where I don't I don't care. You 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 put Patrick Mahomes on that team and he's I think it's not great. I'm not saying he's gonna struggle, but he's not gonna be. I would say that's a ten win team. You put Mahomes there with their current situation. Playoff I don't easy. I think it's a ten and seven team. I don't even I I don't think Mahomes puts up the numbers that you're used to him putting up. Hmm, probably not. You're right on that part, but I still think they win ten games and win the division if you throw an elite quarterback like Mahomes back there. Hell, I shit. Uh, another ten win QB. Um, you put back there. Let's go, Aaron Rodgers. I'd say yep. That'd be ten wins. Check mark. Um, what are some other elite, great young quarterbacks that we could throw? Well, right now, the roster they have right now, I think, is better than what uh, Mills has had to deal with the last two seasons. Anyways, that's the additions they've made in this offseason. They have done a lot in this offseason, and they have plenty of draft picks. But but that's what I say. Like, like if just keep just just either take like the best defensive prospect at two and then take your wide receiver at 12 and then use the rest of your draft to beef up the, the trenches, you still got like him on cheap on another year. And if it works out, Hey, you're you're building something that's that's awesome. Then you can address further needs in the next draft. And if it doesn't work out, and you end up in the same spot you are next year, okay. Well, you're not out on any money, and now you still get, oh, boo hoo. You get you Caleb get Williams, Caleb Williams. Right. Right. right? So like, I, I just think it makes sense logistically to not take a QB here, especially since like you saw what Chicago was able to get for the 101. You got to yeah. at least be thinking about it just from that alone. Right. But. I mean, considering <laughs> in this mock they do have C.J. Stroud, and then. Jackson Smith and Nigba at 12. They they do have them pairing CJ Stroud with his teammate, which I always love that idea. I always love pairing college QB with the college wide receiver that they did great with just because it's like one of those things of like Burrow and Chase. It shows that it works. It's 
when they go to the same college and they already have the connection is a beautiful thing. So um, if, if they do grab CJ, I think they need to trade up and make sure they get that, that teammate of his personally. Now this one does have a trade Tennessee where there's been a lot of smoke here, Tennessee jumping the Colts to number three to grab a QB. Do you think, Tennessee trades up either of you. No, no, there's, there's so. no need to. They, there's, they still got Malik Willis back there. I, that's they, what I was going to bring up. I think that Tennessee trades down, if anything, um, <clears throat> just because their biggest need isn't necessarily quarterback. And I've been hearing that the, uh, Dallas Cowboys are very interested in Derrick Henry, and I feel like there'd be pick swap in Derrick Henry. So, like the one, you know, the one hundred four and Henry go, or one hundred three and Henry, whatever, going to uh, Dallas, and then Dallas giving them their first round pick, and probably a lot of they probably take on all of the contract <clears throat> of Henry, so they clear the cap room for him, and probably future first and probably some second round and third round picks from this draft on top. You do realize the Titans have the 11th pick, right? The 11th now, right? pick. It would probably yeah, be that. Then. I thought you may sound like it was, they had like the fourth. I'm sorry. Cause you said, that yeah, they the traded third. up to the third. They jumped the eight third. spots to get ahead of the Colts who are fourth in this mock, uh, which there's been a lot of talk about that happening, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they grab their Henry and, um, the 111 and go trade, uh, which will be exciting to see who they go and grab personally. Now, we are a fantasy team, people. We love it. So let's let's jump right into it. Where do you guys think Bijan Robinson's going? Because on this mock oh. draft, y'all are going to be crazy with where he goes. So I was going to kind of bring this up because uh, Travis and I were talking about this kind of a little bit the other day. He's kind of hating on Bijan, and I was going to ask him what he thought because they, right now, Fantasy Pros has him ranked 24th for Superflex Dynasty. Really? 20? I didn't RB11. You said PFF? Fantasy Pros. Fantasy Pros has him ranked at 24. Is that for entire, like, is that for fantasy or for, like, just prospects in general for the draft? No, just 2023 Superflex, everyone. But they have him RB11 as well. That Bijan? Yeah, I, okay. So out of everyone, that is pretty high, not just rookies. Gotcha. No, no, it's... Out of Christian, everyone, oh, okay. Josh, Mahomes. Yeah, but still uh, that, 11 is high, bro. That's... I, still think, I still think that's crazy. Just, yeah, just because you don't even... Over Ramondre. Hall, no, I, Najee, I understand Hall, the Najee. Like, he, I'm, I'm he, he ran Calvin a 4 4 6 40, and he has great hands. He might be the best receiving back prospect ever. When I'm, and Ooh, don't say that. I'm not going to say ever. Just still be, out there. And, Saquon and I won't even put Saquon on the same tier as Marshall Falk and LaDainian Tomlinson for that matter. But, um, Name someone who did a better combine than Barkley. Come on now. I mean, that's the thing. Combine doesn't mean anything in the. I mean, it doesn't mean nothing, but it doesn't. Pro days and combine, there you know, there's there's more busts than hits, statistically speaking. <laughs> yeah, then shout out to the offensive lineman who tore his ACL and then continued to do the bench press. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, dude. That was. I, that was I, I think. I think the Bijan hype is crazy. I joined a lot of freaking groups, uh, uh, fantasy football groups on Facebook, for shits and giggles, and they're, and like, I was like, you know, maybe there's people out there like I'm pretty damn good at fantasy football, and freaking, I'm sitting there thinking like maybe I could pick up a few tips and tri- you know, tips and tricks from people because there's like five hundred thousand people in like the four groups I joined, a piece, and. No, all I see is a bunch of people that honestly shouldn't be playing fantasy football, and I keep telling them, like, sign me up. Sign me up. Like, if you guys are... Right. Like, pe- 
this dude was like, yeah, I traded the 101 for Justin Jefferson, or I traded Justin Jefferson for the 101 straight up. He was like, why not? How is it not bad? I traded the dynasty number one wide receiver for the dynasty number one running back. I was like, you're so stupid, dude. Like, I don't even know what to say about that. And like, I got dogged on in this one group the other day because this guy traded Miles Sanders and David and uh, Aaron Rodgers and in return got uh, – the 203 and like the 309 or something like that. Oh my God. And I was like, and I was their league. That's what I said. I was like, that's veto worthy. And they're like, how? I was like, they're like, it was a 10 man league. And this dude started getting on equating it to, he's like, I usually play in 12 man league. So I just look at it as the 112 and the 209. It was the 301, not the 309. It was the 203 and the 301. So he was like, so I just look at it as the 112 and the 209 first Sanders and, Rodgers, which Rogers. you know, that's not that he's like, that's not bad. First for Sanders and a late second for Rodgers. Grab that. I, and I was Just like, well, I was like, well, that'd be fine if it was a 12 man league, but it's a 10 man league. So it's not a first and a second. It's a second and a third. Can't just, you know, play ifs, ands, or buts. And right. I was like, and I was like, that's ridiculous. So I was like, I'm a, they're like, found the Sanders owner. I was like, yeah, I'm the Sanders owner, but like, serious, like, Sanders is like on my bench. He's not going to start for me unless he pops the crap off. But still, I, I was telling you earlier, like, is he? He's he's worth that by himself. He's worth more than that by himself. Like, he's worth a first and a early second by himself. And I, right. we saw, and I, and I, and I wouldn't let him go for anything less than two first rounds. Like, dude, just literally on a team that had whose quarterback rushed like accounted for like thirty five percent of their rushing attempts, and he also rotated with two other running backs. And he just finished for 1,200 yards and 11 touchdowns. And then he just got traded to a team that already proved that they can run the ball effectively without any stars around them. And he's going to be the workhorse and not have to worry about having two other running backs and a quarterback eating to his workload. He's got top 10 written all over. Are you freaking kidding me? He's 25. Uh, I See, I love it when I go on those groups on Facebook and talk with those people because I'm like – if I joined your league, none of you would ever win because I'm found, found the people that started playing fantasy football during COVID because it was a fad, and and we're just like, wow, you guys right. think, like no, like we've been playing fantasy football for 15 years, like mm-mm. right, like right. legit, I a competitive league where we pay money. It's a dynasty. I won three chips in a row, and we do a podcast, so we tell each other our advice and where we rank players. And I still won three. So you put me with these morons, I will dog walk them until I get tired. They will all quit before then, but I would dog uh, That might be quick. That might be pretty quick. I'd, I'd probably win three in a row and be like, dude, you guys suck. Like, I told you guys, pick up X, Y, or Z off the waiver wire. No one listened. I did it. Now you guys are asking him for a third. No, I mean, I mean, a lot of these people I didn't see their teams, obviously, or what they're, or what the still leagues that is like. not but an like, acceptable. But just like, but just trade. seeing the way that people are valuing picks, it's just ridiculous. That, like, yeah, that's like, I, that's that that that's where I'm coming at as the Bijan hype is overhyped. Like, it's just like the in the, that league, I probably could get Justin the 101 right now because they think that Bijan's a second coming. Right, so I was gonna say, I bet you I could get Justin Jefferson for a first round pick and maybe a second. Because like, right, like tell me Bichon what you think about wrong. this. The only dude, um, this, running back this dude, rated higher than Bijan is, is Blake Taylor. Corum. Blake Blake Corum. Oh yeah, for this year. He's not. He's staying at Michigan too. He's signing. Yeah, and then Dwayne McBride yeah. next year for um history. But um, I I hate the fact that Blake Corum got hurt, but I also respect him coming back to Michigan. Do you think he did that because he knew he would have NIL money? And wants to up his draft stock. Because that is now a conversation these people can do. They don't have to rush to the NFL you know, after an injury about... like this. I, I mean, I don't think he can make his draft stock any higher than it was at its peak. I think before the injury, he had raised it to as high as it would ever get. because going, Doing what he was doing. And then it went down a little bit because of the injury. But if he can get back out on the field and show that he's healthy. And start like being a monster again. Then I think he can get back to pre-draft or pre-injury, you know, status, but I don't think it'll get any higher than before. <clears throat> okay. I don't think him coming back to Michigan really is going to do much for his draft status at all. I don't think it'll, I think, I think he's still going to get drafted no matter what. 
unless he comes back and shows that he just can't play football anymore because of the injury. Like, unless it's like that dramatic of a drop off, he's still going to get drafted. But True. yeah, I mean, he's going into his senior year. But I think it's more or less because I think he feels like they win that game at TCU at the very least if he's there. I think he has some. Uh, I think he, 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 he wants a chip on the shoulder. He wants a natty. I agree with that. You know, I can't hate him. He beastly of a year running the ball. Yeah. 247, well, hey. 1,400 yards, 18 touchdowns. I was, I was upset with Harbaugh until this year just for the simple fact that I was tired of losing to Ohio State and I was tired of not making the, you know, the playoff. We made the playoff. We beat Ohio State. We did get walked against TCU. Granted, I won't say the refs, blah, blah, blah. They made us lose. It should have never been that close in the first place, but it wasn't favorable for us. So I'm excited to run it back and see what Harbaugh can do to build on this program since run he had it back a good. and lose again. I, if he runs it back in the playoffs and loses again, I'm going to start talking about maybe we need to go get Lincoln Riley. And uh, <laughs> that's not going to happen. I, he just he just signed with the U, USC as a, a QB coach. You don't think he'd want to go that back was, to head that coach? Was... That was Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury. Okay, sorry. Let's go grab him. He's got college and NFL experience. Um, let's go grab someone like him and see what. I don't know. There might have been do. a reason why he just went to the college. <laughs> yep. Instead of going back to the NFL, it's harder to coach offense in the NFL than it is in college. His his stuff works because the sideline, the sideline speed of defenses in college is not nearly the same caliber as it is in the NFL. I mean, <laughs> some coaches just try to coach in the NFL. Reason right, like Dion Nick Saban. NFL. Yep, Dion. I don't know. I'm Dion might if also. No, he's did you guys many times that he's never coaching NFL. That okay, yeah, but he also told Jackson State, "I'm not going to leave you guys." And then Colorado came running, and he said, "You know what? I love you. This is the best for me right now." Like, come I on. mean, that's a little bit different of a story. There's more to that than Dion saying that. So, is there? Well, yeah, I mean, he's talked about it plenty of times before. Yeah. So, the the other thing, uh, Colorado and Deion Sanders, not saying he's going to go to the NFL or not. The the one thing that I found disrespectful is the I'm gonna I'm gonna hopping on the account and I'm gonna smash this all day and tomorrow. They think the win projection for Colorado is four and a half games. That is disrespectful. Let me read off their schedule really quick. Colorado versus TCU. Colorado versus Nebraska against Colorado State, against Oregon, against USC, against Arizona State, against Stanford, against UCLA, against Oregon State, against Arizona, against Washington State, against Utah. They're saying they won't win five games. I'm smashing the over all day. What about you, Austin? I mean, I would be too, but I can understand why the line That's a tough schedule. Bad. Utah, Oregon, USC. You do I'm realize just, how good of a class he just brought in, right? Not to mention a, yes, a couple yes. of the guys from I'm Jackson taking the State. Over. However, I can understand why the line is where it's at. I'm going – I'm doubling. I'm going eight games. Or maybe even nine games they win. You guys aren't that high on this this team then? Why should no. I put words in my mouth? Just, I, that's because it takes more than one great class to have the same depth as the other programs. Oh, for sure, I agree. But it also takes a legendary coach to inspire the guys to do what they did, hence why he was so good at Jackson State. I'm saying they – here. Let me, it, let me go with my losses. It might be easier to go losses. USC, Oregon – UCLA, I think those are the only three losses. I think they go nine and three. You you don't think they're going to lose to Utah? Utah beat Oregon once and USC twice this past season. I think Utah has a great shot, a great chance. They're defending Pac-12 champs. (laughs) Yep, I I get it. They they had great team, but again, I'm going USC, UCLA. Oregon. Those are my three I, losses I think, for them. And I think by the end of the Colorado season, because they probably play, finished. 
they finish where? No lower than fifth in the conference. All right, I think they lose week one to TCU. They'll then they'll win two straight. Then they'll lose to Oregon. Lose to USC. So they start off two and three. Then they're gonna win two in a row against Arizona State and Stanford. Hell, I think they'll actually beat UCLA. They'll win three in a row. So there's there's five and three. Oregon State shows up, especially in the second half of the season. The Oregon State will shock them and beat them five four. They'll win the next two against Arizona and Washington State. So seven four, and they'll lose to Utah seven five. <clears throat> I think their four losses are going to end up being at least USC, Washington, Oregon, Utah. Okay, see, and then maybe UCLA, maybe. We so we all are around the same area seven five eight. That's four, what we were nine, saying, three. but you decided to fucking attack us for no damn reason. Yeah, because you, you said that line is tough four and a half. I'm smacking the fuck out of that four and a half. I didn't say it was tough. I said I could understand. Nah. Yeah, just just because UCLA and or Oregon State and Arizona State randomly like to play well for like two or three games a season apiece, and so you never know when that'll happen. Yeah, um, they could. They they had a great recruiting class. I just I'm so high. But on there's the but there's but there's four wins like guaranteed that I'd lock in 100 percent no debate for them minimum. So. Did you yeah, know it's, that it's he over. got another five-star corner <clears throat> to come to him this year? Yeah. Like, God, this dude. I mean, if I'm a corner, I'm looking at him and being like, you were one of the best corners ever. I'm coming to you, coach. Like, I don't blame him. <clears throat> he had four players on the top ESPN 300. I mm-hmm. just – this makes me want to go back and play NCAA – 14. I wish I would have brought my PS3 because, like, this <laughs> makes me want to play so bad, bro. I just can't wait for it to come to out. on the PS5. Yep, the, the new one is coming out. Um, and hopefully that's soon. I don't know how much more I can take of waiting. Um, let's let's we, we bounce from the NFL to college. Let's go back to the NFL. <clears throat> let's call um, Division winner. Well, do we want to wait till after the draft so we know where people are? Yeah, yeah. we should probably um, wait till. What after I was the thinking draft. we're doing is, um, say, a player you think is not getting enough hype. Do you think they're going to beat expectations? A player you think is going to meet expectations, and someone you think is going to go below expectations. So overrated, Just underrated, overall? and at the middle. Yeah. You're talking about rookies. incoming prospects, rookies. Okay. Rook. I was just about to so add, overrated, like, underrated, and properly rated. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Let me, um, let me, let me. Overrated Bijan, and I already said why. I, I already knew you were going to say that. Ex- right. We knew he was um, instantly going to go Bijan. There's no surprise there. Okay, so now who are you taking over Bijan? Me? I would take any of the top two quarterbacks and Jackson Smith and Jigbo over him. I figured you are going to go in Jigbo. What about Jemiah Gibbs at running back? <laughs> I'm not sure yet with Gibbs. I, I'm still. I'm not saying that Bijan isn't the number one running back prospect in the draft. Still, I just don't think he's like the number one overall set in stone prospect. What about Jordan Addison? Addison, Addison. I like Jordan Addison. He's just he's just tiny. He's 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 built he's so he's built small. I like his talent and. Devontae Smith's success is great for him and his outlook, but it's going to really depend where he get where he goes. Who's going to be throwing him the rock? Johnson. Johnson hurt himself. He ran a four five. Four, four, yeah, four five. Uh, 40. five. <laughs> Not top end speed for sure. He's Which got is... a big body. He could be a good red zone target, high point, and he runs good routes. I mean, he torched Michigan. He torched our team, but. When we played, he had like 12 receptions, 163 yards, and like two touchdowns against us or something like that. Yep. Um, So that's your overrated. Who's your underrated? Underrated, I think, is uh, Anthony Richardson. I mean, I know he's been getting a little bit of hype the last couple weeks because of his combine, but I think he has that raw, natural talent, and he's coming into – 
the draft with the same kind of resume and repertoire that Josh Allen did. So I think the ceiling is is, is very unlockable. Yes. Uh, No, I'm not taking him in the first. And are you talking about like in real life NFL draft top 10 pick or fantasy? No, real life. Real life. Fantasy is a whole different conversation, right? Uh, yeah. 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 Fantasy, especially in Superflex, he's 100% a top 10 pick. But especially NFL, like Malcolm. With the, situ- with, the, with the teams that have the top five, with the, have the top 10 picks in this draft and like the situations there, and I can justify him going in the top 10 depending on who takes him. But I, I think he's a first round prospect for sure, but top 10 guaranteed, maybe not. But top twenty, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, One second. Ben, you go with yours. So my overrated is actually going to be Will or yeah, Will Levies. Um, too high already. Like I hate every year we come out with like, oh, small school, uh, which I guess Kentucky is not really a small school. But it's one of those smallish. ones of, for football. Yeah, for, for football. football, it's smallish. And they're like, oh, he's got everything you want. He's tall, athletic, blah, blah, blah. I just don't see him living up to it. He didn't face enough pressure at Kentucky. He didn't have an outrageous like combine where you're like, oh, he's definitely going to be the guy. So overhyped <clears throat> Will. Kind of. And then properly rated, um, Gibbs, Jemiah Gibbs. Um, I, I think, I think he's right where he should be. Now my underrated, um, Jalen Hyatt. Uh, I th- I have high hopes for him. I think he's being overlooked, left, right, and center because the other wide receivers that are here, Jack Smith and Nigba, um, Jordan Addison. Uh, Zay Flowers, Quentin Johnson, uh, Joshua Downs. Uh, I think they're all, you know, they're overlooking this kid. He did a 4-4 flat. He's six foot. He's coming out of Tennessee. He was exciting at Tennessee. He commanded um, a 23% college target share, uh, 37% uh, college dominator, which is 78th percentile. So he did look really good with when Hooker was out there. Exactly. So he's not like breaking the charts on anything. He's not like otherworldly, but he's he's going to beat you on technicalities. He's going to beat you with the way he moves because he had he's 270. Like a, I'm not going to say he's him, but he's speed-wise, frame-wise, intangibles. He's He's kind of built like Justin Jefferson. In, in a sense, yeah. And you know what? He had 500 total yards before this season, and then he popped off for 1,215 mm-hmm. touchdowns. So that just shows what you do when you give him the ball. He had 91 targets. In the SEC. In, yeah, exactly. In the SEC. 91 targets, 67 catches, 1,267 yards, 15 touchdowns. He, he is going to fly under the radar. He's someone, in fantasy-wise, I would expect to go – late first round to second round because by then you'll have the shroud, the BJ, the Gibbs, the Smith all off the board. And people will be like, Oh, who has high upside? If he goes to the right team, like Houston, I think he could step in and be the guy. So uh, he's my underrated. And um, I may trade into this draft to grab him um, depending on, you know, what pick it's at and where I believe I can get some true value. He's not like DK Metcalf or Traylon Burke straight up like last year or two years ago, whatever that was. Um, still that was super high year. on Burks. That was last year. Yeah. I'm still high on Burks, but I think Hyatt's going to be the guy. So there you okay. go. Wait, say your three again, buddy. Recap. So my overrated is Will Levies. My oh. just right is Jemiah Gibbs. And then my under is Jalen Hyatt. Where they got Will going in this draft? You remember? Um, fourth to the Colts. Yeah, because they had Anthony Richardson going. Third to the 
Texan or Titans. See, I hate that. I, I'm not drafting. And if I was a GM, I'm not touching those two quarterbacks in the first round. Yeah, not that early. If you want to give me Will no. Levies in the second or third, sure. I think Anthony Richardson in the second. Yeah, second right. I, hell, I'd take him number 32. Because if I'm the Colts, I'm waiting for like Caleb Williams or Drake May. Right. Maybe even a Bo Nix next year. The only reason I would take Heck, Spencer Rattler's even looked good again since he's went back to South Carolina. Right. I, I would take a QB like Anthony Richards or Will Levies at pick 32. So like only for the simple fact of then we get that fifth year option. That'd be the only reason. That's it. Yeah. Anthony Richardson has an insane talent, but he is a little bit of a work he needs in progress. To develop. You, know, so you got to work with him and develop him. And That's why I said he needs to sit 10, there. He's, he's going to be a Josh Allen 2.0. He's going to take a couple years right. to, to take off at that entering that third season. Watch out. But, I mean, the Colts did – not the Colts, the head coach for the Colts, which was with the Eagles, developed Jalen Hurts pretty nicely along. So, maybe if the Colts well, do take it, uh, they can do it. Right. Uh, we moved on from Frank Wright. He is now at Carolina. Now we yes. have Jeff Saturday. Uh, <laughs> which which uh, the Panthers uh, seem to be very interested in taking ex-Lions right now. It's really weird. Yeah. Well, every time a Lion leaves, he does better somewhere else. True. Just throwing that out there. So, oh. Austin, who's your over, under, and properly rated? Overrated Bryce Young. Really? Right. Yeah, Is it like height? Alabama quarterbacks? Uh, well, that I don't blame Height in Alabama quarterbacks. Yeah. Respectable. Uh, just don't do well. And I just. Great player in college. Alabama just doesn't know how to transition to the NFL. Same reason yeah. why I hate left hand quarterbacks. Fuck you, Tua. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> he is great. Um, I really love Quentin Johnson. I feel like he's where he should be rated wise. Even though he did run a four or five, I still think he's going to be the third or fourth wide receiver off the board. And we'll get to probably like 800 yards receiving on the day. Nice. Really? Same. Yeah. My right, right, just right is Zach Charbonnet running back out of UCLA just because third running back on the list behind Gibbs and uh, Bijan. Don't know exactly. Like he's got that top end talent, but you don't know at the same time. Like he's he's an odd one. He's a mystery, but I expect him to do really well in the NFL. All right, um, Austin, who's your underrated? Oof, see that's a good question. There's a lot I'm of kinda, good ones in this draft. I almost wanted to say like a Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers is always a good one. I don't think he gets um, enough hype or love. You know what? Um, I, I I agree with you. I I like him too. Cool. I'm glad so, you're not going to attack me. No, <laughs> no. Actually, Zay Flowers is a good one that I I agree with uh, wholeheartedly. Um, Marvin Mims is an intriguing prospect. What question? What do you guys think about Rashish Rice? Rash Rice, SMU wide receiver, came out. Um, Last year had 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns, mm-hmm. um, played pretty good, didn't have the best kind of matches like a, not Terrence Marshall, the other DJ Moore style um, play because I've heard no one talk about him, but he's also someone that I would say is underrated at the moment. Nah. No? I'm just kidding. I mean, even on this <laughs> list on rookies, he's he's down there at eighteen. So like right. even on this list, it's he's pretty far down there. He's he's not gonna get much follow up, but again, another guy to keep your eye on. All right. Yeah, and then real quick before we gotta end it, one oh one, who you guys taking? Like NFL or no, yeah, our rookie draft. One oh one. Our rookie draft? Who are you taking? <sighs> With your current teams the way they're right now. No trade. For, you take from, for me, C.J. Stroud or B.J. Robinson? One or the other. Mm, B. John Robinson. I've got Fair. good quarterbacks. Yeah. Travis? I've got good quarterbacks. Considering my, the, my team the way it is, 
I probably honestly would take Bijan just because of my team structure. I have no need for a wide receiver or a quarterback. Fair. I'd probably go awesome. with Jackson Smith, like Jigba. Because I don't okay. need a running back right now. I was going to say, yeah, you're, you're stacked at the – you got um, a very solid could four. use some help on wide receiver, and he's a good – the best. Well, look at – notice guy. how neither one of us sounded excited to take Bijan either. Like, we weren't like, oh, sweet, I get Bijan. We were like, ugh. Can I trade back? <laughs> because because, because literally, no unless trades. because even if I took Bijan at the 101, unless Bijan immediately started producing at a top 10 pace, he wouldn't touch my starting lineup. And even then, still, it'd be questionable because of the people okay. I have in my starting lineup. <laughs> yeah, but I, pur- I purposely said no trades and put you guys in that position. If- right. I was, well, just, I was going to so say with my team, I would definitely trade. Like if we were allowed, I would definitely just trade the 101. It'd make more right. sense for me. I'd get three future first round picks from somebody for it. Run it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or drop back to the, you know, get like a 108 this year and a couple first next year, something like that. Something yep. like that. All righty. Thank you so much for joining us. Go ahead, like, subscribe, share, comment. Uh, we're blowing up on the Facebook and on the TikTok. So keep those whoop, running whoop. up. We're excited to uh, keep collabing. We've got a lot of great things in store. So stay tuned. Sporting Lounge out. Peace.